Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kid subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a electricity line described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. Chances are, if you recall back to your high school years, you got in at least one knockdown drag out fight with one of your friends. Whether it be about a boy, a girl, a rumor, or something ridiculous, we've all gotten into those types of fights. On October 2nd, 1985, a young girl in a fight with her BFF would pay the price for their friendship. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Michelle Avila, or Missy as her friends knew her, grew up in the San Fernando Valley with a girl named Karen Severson as her best friend. But, like a lot of stories, the girls ended up growing apart when they entered high school. It was said that Karen, jealous of her friend's natural beauty, grew angry when Missy started to show interest in boys rather than devote all of her attention to their friendship. And as Missy's popularity grew, so did Karen's anger. Eventually, Karen started a rumor that Missy had been having sex with a number of boys. The rumor ended up getting Missy beat up by a group of girls whose boyfriends Karen added to Missy's list of partners. This constant competition only got worse over the years. When the girls were juniors, Missy broke up with her boyfriend Randy after a month of dating due to his constant partying, and Karen wasted no time picking up her leftovers. Before long, she and Randy were dating and eventually moved into an apartment together. One night, according to what Karen would later tell Missy's mom, she caught Randy pulling Missy onto his lap. 
Missy told Randy she wasn't interested in him and advised Karen to break up with him, stating that he was no good for her. This incident, however, angered Karen to the point where she stopped speaking to her friend altogether. And in September of 1985, the two got into a physical altercation in a neighborhood park where Karen threatened Missy with a broken beer bottle. Things were clearly escalating. On November 2nd, 1985, a school friend named Laura Doyle came to pick up Missy and hang out. Now, in some sources, it said Laura had seen Missy about three weeks prior kissing a boy she liked. Regardless, the two were on good enough terms that Missy told her mother she would come home later. Four hours later, Laura called Missy's mother, Irene, and asked to speak to Missy. Confused, her mother said she thought they were still together. Laura then stated that she dropped off Missy with three boys driving a blue Camaro, and after getting gas, she and the boys were already gone. That she was calling to make sure she got home okay. By 8 p.m., Missy was still missing. On October 5th, three days after she got into Laura's car, 17-year-old Missy Avila was found face down in a stream in Big Tujunga Canyon in Angeles National Forest. She had been drowned in eight inches of water, her beautiful waist-length hair hacked off, and a large four-foot log laid on top of her body, obscuring her from sight. Devastated over her daughter's death, Irene gladly accepted the help Karen Severson offered in trying to find her daughter's killer. She joined Irene on hunts for a blue Camaro and stood by her side as she stopped drivers and forced them to get out of their car so she could question them about her daughter's death. Karen, on the surface, seemed just as desperate to find Missy's killer. But pretty quickly, the case grew cold. Karen eventually moved in with Irene, slept in Missy's bed, and became a surrogate daughter to help Irene cope with her loss. Irene was happy that Missy had such a good friend. She knew that they had their problems and that they weren't even talking when Missy was murdered, but was happy that Karen rushed to her side when she needed. But then, during some of their heart-to-heart chats, Karen started to tell Irene Missy stole everyone's boyfriend and that she was more promiscuous than Irene knew. And the strange behavior didn't stop there. She became obsessed with the murder. She visited Missy's grave and the creek where she was found several times a week, covered her walls with photos of the girl, wore her clothing, and told Irene she had seen Missy's ghost. Despite this, Irene said she never suspected Karen of knowing anything about Missy's murder. Then, in July of 1988, the once cold case would thaw with a statement from a girl named Eva Churambolo. She came forward and implicated both Laura Doyle and Karen Severson in Missy's death. She said that the girls drove Missy to the creek to yell at her about her supposed promiscuity, both girls accusing her of having sex with their boyfriends. They claimed she messed up too many relationships and held her down, pushing her face into the water until she stopped fighting. They then placed the four-foot, 100-pound log on top of her body. The girls were promptly arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Irene was horrified. In March of 1990, both girls were convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to 15 years to life in prison. Karen was released on December 9, 2011, after serving 23.5 years, and Laura the next year after serving 22. After she was released, Karen made a deal with a film company to make her memoir about the crime into a film. 
Missy's family sued her in 2015, and as a result, the state of California passed Missy's Law, which requires entities who are helping to publish works made by criminals to contact the families of the victims for approval. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on October 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.